This is Twa Teams One Street from the Evening Telegraph. The only podcast as obsessed with Dundee and Dundee United as you are. This week, United boss Fox happy to give Sadat some festive fun. Good news for D, cause Zach ain't going back. And it's Merry Christmas from Twa Ton Twa Teams. Hello and welcome to Twa Teams One Street. I'm Tom Duffy. And podcasting alongside me today are George Cran. Oh. And Graham Finnan. Hello, everyone. This is, of course, our not at all special Christmas edition. <laughs> but more than that, it's the 200th episode of Twa Teams One Street. Whoop, whoop. It says here on George's. <laughs> It's just running your, order. Yeah, it's your line. You should, if you wanted feeling, George, you should have described the feeling you wanted. But whoop, whoop, well, sorry, I think you, you could tell by the 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 kind of lengths I've gone to to celebrate this by bringing in the cheapest party cheapest hats. Party hats you could find. Party blowers that make this sound. Nothing. Anyone, anyone for sees, a podcast, that's anyone pathetic. that sees the picture that goes with this week's edition, they're available at Tesco. Other supermarkets are open just now. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I only know that because George and I bumped into each other in Tesco early this morning. Boys, it was a bit. It was only, it was only back at eight o'clock, and it was already a frenzy. <laughs> I yeah, got, I, I got out quickly. Well, I, I, was I had just, my cappuccino yeah. and rolling sausage yeah. and left. <laughs> I knew the part. The party stuff you could buy in there was going to be pretty bad but I didn't expect it to be quite this bad so apologies but the cake tastes quite nice So, in fairness to Tesco I should add other super in case they ever want to give us money <laughs> other supermarkets are just as bad there's a plug <laughs> eh? <laughs> don't bother diverting away they're all the same right I've had enough of this hat already. right yeah. I've kept my hat on I think of it. I can't see it. It's on the top of my head. My it's neck doesn't work. It sounds, sounds like a Christmas song, that. <laughs> anyway, let's talk football. We're starting with United this week, but I think we should congratulate both Dundee and United for making sure their games last weekend were postponed so that they weren't the story in Argentina where... <laughs> No, it's a, what an anti-climax that was to the sort of big return to action yeah. for the Premier League. I know. Was, yeah. Nothing can match that, Tam. I mean, just as well those games are off. You're right. I mean, when the World Cup started, I, I thought I'm not going to be able to get into this because it was at a strange time of year, but very quickly became hooked on it, George. You know, mm. And it, it was it was a fantastic, for the football, let's be honest, it was a fantastic World Cup and capped by a magnificent final. And thrown. After 70 minutes, you just couldn't take your eyes off it for that extra, you know, the final 20 minutes in extra time. And one word that we'd add into that as well, quality. It was real quality football you were seeing. Sometimes you see games that go end to end and the ball's getting lumped back and forward. We saw absolute world-class players at their peak and it was just fabulous entertainment. And and once France... It wasn't that France didn't have a go in the first 18 minutes. It's just whether this desert virus had affected them or mm -hmm. whatever it was... They, they were set up to attack. They mm -hmm. just didn't do it at the pace and the, and the sharp passing that was necessary until they, they got a goal back. But I, I must admit, I was slightly surprised. My one worry about that game, which we're actually speaking about United just now, um, was that there were two teams that might spend spend a lot of time trying to cancel out each yeah. other's strength. But 
No. I mean, Argentina obviously slowed things down in the second half when they were two 0 up, which was understandable. But even then, it was yeah, it was a slightly slower attacking yeah. policy. Yeah. I, I thought it was an, an, yeah. an amazing game, fantastic, and credit to both teams and every player apart from maybe Dembele of France. Yeah, <laughs> for with the pressure of that occasion that, that has to be on. It's the it's the most watched sporting event on the planet and. They had the real goal. Well done to them. Yeah, and uh, like you say, I mean, for the first 70 minutes, Argentina had the game in the bag, but it just shows you, and that's what makes football such a wonderful game. Just something happens in a game. Mm. And this was the, the penalty kick in, in France scoring. From that moment on, things changed totally. Right up to the end of extra time when you saw, you know, Martinez makes a fabulous save. And then Argentina goes straight up the other end of the park. Not with a long punt. They play their way up, but they do it so quickly. They and they're, they're in and, and, and the boy with the spiky yeah. hair. <laughs> Is there a prize for most sitters oh, missing the tournament? Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he won few, it. He missed a few and came off the wrong side of his head. And, but he was yeah. this World Cup's Oliver Giroud. Absolutely brilliant. You know, but I was disappointed it was over. And but you know, domestic football now is to fill a big void. Let's hope they can do it. Yeah. It's, been, it's been quite good. There hasn't been. Oh, I was going to say there hasn't been a gap in terms of the entire league. It yeah. doesn't feel like. Maybe the players, the just maybe started. the players at the very top end might not be seeing that. Job. Yeah, but um, just get straight back into because usually after World Cup, there's a big. It's been fantastic, and then there's a big void, and you have to wait weeks for football to come back. But we're straight back into it. Yeah, apart from United, obviously. And obviously, well, disappointing for them that they didn't play it, and it must have been very disappointing when Ross County took an early lead against St Johnson last Saturday because United were looking at a a six point deficit, and because they weren't playing, there was nothing they could do, but. St. Johnson did them a turn. They did. Um, saw the stats actually after that game. Um, St. Johnson absolutely battered Ross County. If you're just looking on the stats, Ross County, I think only had one shot on target. So uh -huh. uh, it's it maybe a good sign for United. I've got it's Ali Crawford, eh? mm -hmm. he, used to, he used to be at Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, scored his first two goals of the season. That's the kick. Hopefully, I mean, you don't spend too much time, but hopefully a wee spark goes off in the United players' heads. Well, we've got, we've got a break there. Okay, as yeah. you say, George, St. Johnson deserved to win that game, mm -hmm. but, but if they were going to, somebody was going to score a double in that game, yeah. you weren't going to pick Ali yeah. Crawford. And no. they were two cracking finishes, mm -hmm. too. Exactly. Well, I, I, th I see it as a, a good thing from a night point of view that Ross yeah. County are maybe... The, I don't think they're the Ross County that no. we saw last season that got themselves out of trouble. Ross County... They don't look anywhere near that. No, they're not. They're, especially they're not the up same in, vibe, in, is there? In Dingwall, you know, which yeah. has been a real stronghold for them up there, as our own teams have found out in recent yeah. years. Um, they, get, they give you very little, but they, look, they look, don't look sort of unbeatable. And I think that's that's good for you. We can hear they've lost five games. Yeah. Five out of nine yeah. have lost. That's they've just, only won two that's at just, home. That's just not Ross County. And, and you've also got Kilmarnock down there as well. So, yeah, it was... Uh, although United didn't get a game, it, it turned out a positive day in that respect. They've not, they've not fallen further behind, but like everything, Tom, you've got to go and do it for yourself. Big challenge. Cha challenging? A big challenge for them this weekend, though. I watched the highlights of the Hearts game in the first half in particular mm -hmm. against Kilmarnock last weekend. They were very, very impressive. And United old boy, Lauren Shankland. Mm -hmm. On his way back. Does what he does. Give him a chance, he scores. Well, I was looking at the top scorer list this week and he's equal with Kolak and 
Some, Another boy. Somebody else who I can't remember <laughs> who it was. <laughs> it's not, not Kyogo. Kyogo was behind him. So he scored more goals than Kyogo this season. Yeah. Shanklin, which tells you he kind of got pilloried for a while when he was at United that he couldn't score in the, in is the it Premiership. Bojan Miovsky, it is, that's the one, yeah. Um, so he, he was pilloried a bit. an anorak for his Christmas. It's because he subs the Aberdeen papers every, yeah, every week. Exactly. So, um he kind of got pilloried for not being able to score apparently in the Premiership, but he's, he's putting that to bed very, very, very quickly at, at Hearts, and it's it's no surprise to me at all that a team, a, a good team behind him, creating chances for him, he's going to score, and I think uh, he's a man to watch. This weekend, United are going to be up against it. And the whole heart. I don't mean watch and admire. <laughs> yeah, what? Watch yeah. and stop. I know that it's really not the fixture I would have picked for United first game back obviously it could have been Rangers or Celtic but Hearts are, are for me by far the, the next one on that list and they've had a game to blow the cobwebs off and stuff like that yeah. United haven't I think that's a worry that United are coming in a bit cold obviously Even they played friendly the air friendly because yeah. illness problems is, so, a, is, is now a factor because it's a good few weeks it's not always it's the case any right. game. sometimes teams just come in and just hit the ground running we've seen that loads of times and there's no real rhyme or reason yeah. hopefully that happens for United because they're going to have to be on their game I would think but it's a tough one and the big decision we're all waiting on who's going to be in goal that's your area of the field Bear yeah I don't know I really don't know who Liam Fox is going to go for he's obviously made it clear this week in the press I'm going to put my ne neck on the line but yeah I think he will he will because he made the, he made the switch just before the World Cup didn't he so it would seem strange to then revert back to that, but it's you know it, it, they need to find one and 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 go with it. You know whoever comes in needs to be given a chance to 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 really claim that that number one slot for his own. Because if somebody comes in and hopefully gets a run of games, gets a bit of confidence, that breeds confidence through the, the, the most important part of the defence. You know through the, the centre halves and it, it spreads through the team and. Everybody begins to, to trust one another at the back, but you're right. Um, tough game, tough game, Hearts. Um, and there's also the fact that with well, Aberdeen coming back, we're well, a very tough start, you've got to say, but losing both those game to the, games to the old firm, mm -hmm. Hearts are breathing right down their necks now. You can see that, you know. And, and you know, although our friends up in the north would suggest that they will finish up third in the table this season, I've got a sneaking feeling they're going to have to play some to get beyond Hearts because Robbie Nielsen has got has got a, a team that can win, you know, win games in any sort of manner. You know, they can come in, they can they can dig out results, but they've also got some really good players as well. Added to the fact they've got quite a strong record at Tannadice, you know, it's going to be a tough afternoon for Dundee United. But, uh, you know, we said this before, where they are in the league, they can't afford to have a slow start, so they need to pick up something on Saturday. Stead, just the point you made about Hearts here, is it, is it fair to say, and to be fair to our friends, nah, Saturday, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't be fair to them, I just can't be nice to them, I can't help myself, <laughs> but uh, to be honest about it, when I see the two of them, I think Hearts just look what they are, a season further down mm, the yeah, road, because yeah. Jim Goodwin came in towards the end of last season, and he's rebuilding. Robbie Robbie Nielsen built a team that got out, got a lot out of the championship, got a lot of criticism, but changed it. They did very well last season, and the look they still look weren't great in Europe. But when they turn it on like they did in the first half last week, they do look a good football inside. 
there are there are there are terrific signs like I say that you know and they can win in all sorts of manners and he's got a, he's got a strength and depth in his squad as well which a lot of clubs haven't got that he can change things um, they have had injury problems this season and, and maybe that's why they've they've been a wee bit off it in in terms of you know up, up where we'd expect them to be but. They're a, they're, a, they're a tough, tough side with a really shrewd manager. We saw that at Tannadice, you know, Robbie's, you know, he's a really yeah. experienced guy. He knows he knows how games are going. He knows when to make substitutions. So, and he's got, obviously, Lawrence Shanklin coming back to Tannadice again. Mm-hmm. And I always remember when Lawrence Shanklin came up from Air United and he came to Tannadice and he just, I mean, he was scoring goals for fun at Air. And he came to Tannadice and he was scoring even more goals for fun yeah, yeah. At, at Dundee United. And he's, he's continued that. In fact, I always remember he gave us a real, real problem uh, on telly sport when you were picking the image for, for a Monday for the back page and it was always Lawrence Shanklin where the match Bob was you know he was scoring so many goals it was a hard trick every second week and it was like the same but there was no getting away from the fact that he was the actual story every week he was he was doing well so I'm delighted for him that you know he, he's, he's doing well hard but hopefully not so this weekend when, when the plate turned this uh, before we focus on what United are going to do yeah. to stop him Shanklin puts me in mind of a player, the kind of centre forward, and you have to be a bit older to remember this because we were kids at the time, but I remember Jockstein at Celtic was very good at plucking strikers or forwards as they were in those days from other Scottish teams because they scored mm-hmm. in the league. And Shankland, I would put at the top end of that and he might sort of go on to develop, he might, might not be the man to lead the line in a big European game mm. for the old firm. But if he was playing every week for the old firm, he would score a barrel load of goals in domestic football. And to me, even more than in Steen's day, now, I, I never understand why the old firm don't go for the likes of him because if they get him from, from another Scottish club, there's more money in the transfer kitty to mm. buy yeah. A striker who can do it at the very mm. highest level and get them further in Europe, and I and I think I mean Shanklin even now he's 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 an experienced player now, but he made the step up to international level with limited mm. time when he got his wee chance for Scotland and and didn't look out of place no. and he's a player I think if you the better the team yeah. the better he might look and he has he has developed there's no doubt about that I mean he had he had a spell where he when. When Mickey Mellon came to United, he didn't score so many goals. He didn't get so many stars because Mickey Mellon played in a set manner, which was based on don't lose goals, don't lose games. Mm. And here, that worked. And stay mag- up that season. Yeah, worked magnificently. Which is what they needed first season Magnificently back. well for, for, for Dundee United. But you're right, he's got a team like Hearts who are creating a bit more. Could he go to someone like Rangers who create even more chances and, and, and get 30 goals a season, which you would, you, you would bank on that. He's, you could you could say he's an Ali McCoy type figure who scored goals for fun because he was a he was a predatory striker. He was great in between the posts, inside the six yard box. He mm. read situations, but then you put him in a north situation where maybe he was working a bit more. And Ali developed his game as well. I've long uh-huh. certainly got to look at anyone. You can look at how Ali McCoy developed his game and became more than that when he was at Ibrox under Sunus. Sunus was ultra critical of the work McCoy's did outside the mm. box and when he didn't have the ball. And he developed that in his career. He brought more into play. And maybe that's where Shankland is at at this point in time. But uh, Is he as good a commentator, though? That's, well, that's the question I mean, for the after. Not, uh, not after the first player to score a hat <laughs> yeah. in the World Cup when all three have crossed yeah. the line. <laughs> that, was, that was the quality line, wasn't I it? I can't believe he's not been knighted. Yeah, that was the quality line from the World Cup, I've got to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. But 
Is it me? We are meant to be talking about you, right? I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bit of Christmas cheer. This is a game when you want to see United get back to last season where one goal from United meant they almost certainly wouldn't lose and probably would win. And if they get if they get back to that in these games against the likes of Hearts and Aberdeen and even the old firm, points will come. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the secret for United getting out the position they're in at this point in time. Sure, you're wanting to see them scoring goals, but they're going to have to be resolute. Like you say, Tom, there's going doesn't to be... It doesn't have to be Bonnie. It, it just has to work. It, it doesn't. And mm. it, you would go back, we spoke about Mickey Mellon, how many times... I mean, the fans were, were a bit critical of how Mickey Mellon set the game up, but Mickey Mellon played in a set way, gave nothing away, but there were so many games that they scored late on and picked up points. And, you know, and, you know that that's not luck. That You know... I remember when you were watching a game, maybe United away from home at somewhere, and and there was you got down to the last fifteen minutes, and you had a feeling United were going to score, and that's the sort of that's what United are going to need going forward. What what they can't afford is for it to be a slugfest, Tom, where games are you know they might come out on top yeah. in a four three because ultimately they'll, they'll be losing too we many. Don't, goals. We don't want France Argentina. No, we don't. <laughs> Not at this point in time. Not at this point in time, but. Yeah, hopefully the the work. I mean, I know that uh, Liam Fox has been working with the players. I mean, everybody thinks that the World Cup has been has, be, has been great. We've been sitting back, but Dungeon United is a case every summer. Yeah. Everybody thinks so. Oh, the players have had five weeks no, off and not. they just turned up on match day. They got. I what? think they've been doing triple sessions. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. So, got, yeah. Most teams had ten days, two weeks at most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a few of them have gone away for a week here and there just to, just to break it up a bit. But they have been working hard. The big problem is, as George has pointed out, Hearts have already got a game under their belt. Coming back after a five-week break, can even yeah. though the best best role in the world, the work you've done on the training ground, can the players suddenly just go boom right onto yeah. it? You know, so ho- hopefully they can. They've got the time off though that has allowed them to get Charlie Mulgrew back, which will hopefully be yeah. a big he was a influence. Big, big player last season, yeah, in the back line, had the same influence through no fault of his own. Yeah, and, and in fairness to. Liam Fox, George, we're, we're say, I'm saying, you know, I want to get back to the one goals mm-hmm. means points for United days, but he's maybe not won as many many points as he would have liked, but since Liam Fox took over from Jack Ross, United have stayed in games, and that's important. Yeah, I, th- I think you can, we've, we've been able to see some of the, the work that they've been putting in. The problem has been in the two boxes. Obviously, yes. scoring goals and they've been far too porous at, at the back. So that's, I think it, the manager was saying in the past week that they've been working on all aspects to try and improve over the over the past five weeks. But the, the defence is certainly the, the one they need to sort out and <laughs> come up against. As we've already talked about Shankland and, uh, and the kind of supporting cast, it's probably <coughs> the toughest test that they could ask for, aside from Celtic, I, I would think. Um but again, it'd be positive at Christmas. <laughs> Take something from this one, hopefully a win. The next two. But most of, I think yeah. maybe even more important than a win in this one is a clean sheet. Because you keep a clean sheet, it gives, every, gives yeah. the defence, the, whoever's in goal, a big lift. And we've seen already this season, and United should take a lot of confidence from it. When they get it right, they really get it right. Yeah. Showed that against AZ. They beat, a good team. That. They've won a couple of games uh, Three and four nil when things have gone right um, against good teams as well. So they've already shown that they 
they can be a good team. They haven't shown it anywhere near enough. Uh, that, that, that's what these five, now six weeks, have given them a chance to try and sort out. It's, it's up to them to do it. It's, it's, it's quite an amazing thing. that I mean, because there are lots of teams like United have been this season, but there's very few teams who were like United were last season and so quickly become a team that when they get it right, they can beat anyone. When they get it wrong, they can take a beating off at anyone. It's it's it still it leaves has, me scratching my head. Yeah, I must admit. I think I think there's a uh, quite a few Dundee United fans scratching their head at that one, but there may be reasons for that. They made they made a managerial switch. Um, they brought in Jack Ross. Jack Ross's mandate was to play in a more aggressive manner. I think that was that's fair to say a more attacking manner. Um, even though Tam Court's got them into, into Europe last season, there were, were a few grumblings. You know, the, the fans fans can be fickle at times and, and fail to see what they've actually got, and, and rather than you know sort of what they've not got. Um, so yeah, there, there could be reasons for that, and obviously the disastrous start that Jack Ross gets, they then have to make another change, and of course. That can quickly affect the entire squad, Tom. You know, the players wonder what sort of system they're playing, who's playing, who's f- flavour of the month, who's no, not now flavour of the month. Um, but I think it was a good appointment in Liam Fox, a, a guy who, you know, knew knew the players. Um, I think they've got respect for him. Um, and we've saw, like you say, we've seen, and certainly in, in the period he's been in, he's been able to keep United in games at times. You know, whereas before there were maybe... I'm not saying he's been winning games, but you know there have been some really mm. strong performances that gives him a chance to move on. Now they need to take it a bit further. The big problem they've got is they're at the bottom. They've got five massive games coming up, and it's as as it could go either way here. You know he's got to for United that has to be good. The momentum has to be built. Um, I wouldn't like to put a figure on the amount of points. I'd like to see them picking up. Uh, you know what would be acceptable in the position they are in, but four, five, maybe the next three. I'm talking. No, well, I would say. I mean, in, in, if you look at, yeah, even I'll, shorter term, four points from the next two games. Yes. Oh, that that be that be great. But that starts the ball rolling. That starts, yeah. you know, and, and the fans buy into that, and and everybody's you know behind that, and, and you can see them going on and picking up a few more. But I looked, I remember, and I, I always hard back to Dundee because Dundee have found themselves in this position umpteen times. <laughs> In the past, and Tom, you look at the fixtures ahead and you go, well, there's five games, and I'm, I'm not comparing what United have got in front of them just now, but you look at five games and you're thinking, we could maybe pick up ten points here, and before you know where you are, you've only got three. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at, because they've got Hearts, Ross County. Yeah. If they take four points from these two games, I mean, six would be the perfect Christmas present for Arabs, but if they take even the four points mm-hmm. from the next two games... They can then go to St. Johnston on the 2nd of January and it'll almost be like a home game because they'll get a great support. Yeah. Take yeah. no points. You can't really ask the punters mm-hmm. to travel in the same... They'll, they'll have a big support. They'll mm-hmm. always do it at McDermott Park. But it could be it could be United fans that are making the majority of the noise before kick-off at McDermott Park if the show signs of a revival. Yeah. And the, the Ross County game is absolutely massive, isn't it? Yeah. Because that, as you said... Looking at that St. Johnston game, if they've come off the back of a home defeat to Ross County, I mean, confidence and... and Won't happen, <laughs> No, I don't think that's it will, I don't my, think it will that's either. That's my Christmas prediction. <laughs> I don't think it will either. As, as I've said already, I, I don't rate Ross County at all at the moment. Uh, they've 
coaching. They proved me wrong last season. But Aye, the, what, the sure worry is for Marky Mackay in charge that yeah. he'll get it right at some point and when he gets it right, it, points start yeah. coming immediately. Although it might, it might be handy you know, getting them before January because yeah. you know what they're like uh, yeah. in terms Aye. of the owner. He, he'll, he'll see the trouble they're in and he'll put his hand in his pocket. He's done that previously and got them out Many of trouble. Many times. So I think it's handy having that before January. And it's not so bad having, obviously we're talking about United not having a game for five weeks, but having pretty quick succession games I think might be quite good if yeah, they can get, if they can get momentum going. going. Them fresh. Yeah, and I, and I think if they can get a bit of positivity from Saturday and uh, move that into a Wednesday. And yeah, come next Wednesday against Ross County, last week's call-off could be a good thing. Yeah, I mean... Because they're, they're only playing their third yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And, and the rest are playing there, their fourth. There is a chance, but by the time they get to, to that game, a victory over Ross County will, will take them off the foot of the table. Now, you can't understate how massive that is. They've been staring at the league table for the past five or six weeks with, with their team at the bottom. And, and uh, Well, a, 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 you don't like to be bottom no, at the never. turn of the year, but you don't like to fall to the bottom right no. at the turn of the year. And that could be a big sort of yeah. uh, psychological blow to Ross County. So it's, there's a real incentive there, I think, for Dundee United to go and take the bull by the horns. It's, it's going to be tough at coming back in and, and hitting the ground running, but that's what they need to do. There's no doubt about that. Ross County have got Rangers uh, tomorrow for their game as well, so you wouldn't expect them to have picked mm -hmm. anything up. I'll be glued to the radio from Somerset Park <coughs> and, and, and texting you, George. Um, I take it you're going. I think so, yeah. Ah, I'm not going to text <laughs> yeah. you if you're not going, am I? I've I need no to, interest in you otherwise. I need to, it's not on the telly, is it? No, I thought it was. I'm, yeah. I'm gutted. Not so good that I'm driving the air <laughs> like like bearers, but at oh, the same time, I've got to say I'll not be driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that doesn't surprise me. Put a strike fear in the heart of uh, road users. But anyway, United, I've I've given accidentally gave a clue earlier on to my surprise for the, the last section for the have you the two hundredth episode surprise that you'll love. Oh, no. <laughs> I might go home early today. One thing we've talked, I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about United's extended break now, but it's given Liam Fox a chance to work with players, look at certain players, and the, the happy news, see what I did there, he's looking for happy Anuko. No, Anaku. Anaku? We could, have a, we could have a whole program of me trying to get this. It's, it's only five letters, but I don't know. I don't know the inflection. No, but the Ugandan international, he's, he's only been seen fleetingly so far, but the way the manager's talking, he's expecting more from him in the second half of the season. Yeah, he's kind of shown in flashes, I think, that yeah. there's some real ability there. It's, it's putting that on the pitch consistently I think um, and Liam Fox has been talking a lot about him obviously adapting to a new country and specifically the weather I think yeah. uh, obviously coming from Ghana it's, it's is it Ghana? Sad. I thought it was Uganda uh, who knows I, I, yeah there's, there's a, a Ghanaian and a Ugandan I've mixed them up at least on our 200th um, edition we're continuing as, <laughs> as ill-informed as always. <laughs> anyway. Well, hopefully it can make a real impact because it would be like a new sign in, in January. We don't know how how much of uh, the summer 
businesses taken out of the, the kitty, we probably think it's a fair chunk that is yes. taken out of United's kitty going into January. So having a player that's already on the books but hasn't really made the impact that they hoped he would immediately, if he can suddenly pull that together, that's that's like a new sign, isn't it? And what, what little we've seen, Barry, does look quite explosive. Yeah, yeah, he's a big, powerful lad, isn't he? And uh, that's brilliant. He's, uh, uh, he's Happy is his middle name. And I, I thought Happy, happy was his nickname. No, no it's, it's his actual, actual middle name. It's actually on his passport. And well done to whoever uncovered that one, because as, bro- as a sub-editor, when you're, when you're <laughs> yeah. making up pages and you're trying to put headlines on, that's... Uh, happy that days. Comes in real, yeah, that, well, if you look at the, today's telly... Oh, please let him score on his birthday. He <laughs> is Ugandan. I, 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 must say. <laughs> I hadn't Happy seen that. Happy days. Head. Was that yours? <laughs> <laughs> Other headlines are available. Yeah. We've used it in today's paper if anyone's, anyone's interested. Uh, covered, I'll, I'll, try covered by, to, I'll try not to use it again tomorrow. <laughs> covered by a big turkey, though, yeah, sadly. Yeah, well, who's marking them? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's Ugandan. Sorry, I think I got yeah. that wrong. You know, you know what? You're I just assumed it was me. It's Matthew Kudrow that's... <laughs> whether, whether it's him or whether it's, you know, uh, Fletcher or whether it's Tony Watt, United needs somebody with a bit of spark between now yeah. and... Do you know that you had two brothers that were born earlier in the week than him? Oh, come on then. Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Happy's Day. <laughs> that's a disgrace. That's, that's, I'm resigning. That's, that's, <laughs> do you think we'll make it to 201 episodes of this show? <laughs> Yeah, you're they're going to need someone, but he does look a big explosive character. So, yeah, and who knows? And, and and against Hearts, that 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 might work. Yeah, you know, no, it's Hearts aren't the biggest. No, they are tough though. I always think no. that. I always think that's a challenge when you play any Hearts team down. It's it's funny how teams down the years still have that thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hearts can play good football but they don't mind a battle either yeah. a Robbie Nielsen team as well yeah. Robbie liked to battle as a yeah, player he did yeah. and he um, could play a bit too and obviously they've had a few guys at the World Cup as well they come back in good spirits from the Australian squad the Kai Rolls and, and, and Cammy Devlin so I, th- I think it's a, it's a tough tough one for United to kick off Re-kick off. How would you say kick off? Kick off again? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's so uh, weird. Everyone's every. It's when you managers go. So you're looking forward to this game, and you can see them last week when they were building up to their first game. You could see their face good. Not really. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. It's uh, that's that, that. That's the beauty of it, and uh, the fear, I suppose. I think night, they'll, but they'll all be a bit apprehensive. But the punters back in the stands after five weeks will hopefully. Hopefully I'll have something to shout about. It should be a great atmosphere at Tanneries. I mean, the fans are going to be excited because they've been watching well, football so. on TV for a few weeks. I hope. I hope. <laughs> so we just watched that great World Cup and now we have to watch Dundee United again. So hopefully United uh, don't show what they have All shown this season. All texts to George Cran, the care of DC Thompson <laughs> Company Limited. I'm talking about the Dundee United we've seen so far yes. this season. This is a chance for them to show that that was just a bit bit of a bad start maybe it's form. the time of year I'm feeling really positive about, I don't know what's wrong with you about that's, United yeah. coming back I'll tell you what's wrong with me <laughs> Harvey's Bristol Cream that's what's wrong with me yeah. other sherry's are available well this morning it's only 10am that, that was a cake George what's in it what's sherry's, in it? sherry's a well known Dundee breakfast drink George right fair enough right we'll need to move on or it will be Christmas I'm 
not keep an eye on. <laughs> before, uh, before we move on uh, to Dundee, last year I got pelters for making up a wee Christmas song. That's the worst jingle I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, it's the wrong jingle, that's why. That's uh, for a, a different podcast. Is it? Well, I, I didn't realise it had the name in it when well, I told I've you there's a Christmas one. So you'll one. need to keep it in now, editor. <laughs> Damn. Right, Dundee. Started off a disappointing weekend when the game was postponed very early, but in fairness, with good reason, and Dundee were had a wee moan at the league because they said it should have been off even earlier. Mm. People people had the right to know the game wasn't going to go on because of problems with pipes and the pitch and whatnot. And yeah, I think if the pitch was okay, happened. there was going to be and there was going to be issues. The yeah, closed anyway. And it's happened all over the country, and not just football yeah. and life in general. Because so the, it was the so videos cold and then yeah. it, th- it thawed so quickly. You so. see the videos at Motherwell. All the floods they'd had. So I God love them. Motherwell, but it's not a place I think of looking at a video <laughs> of. No, you could see all the floods they'd had in their stadium. I th- yeah. Dundee would have had similar issues. But the game against Cove was off, but Patrick Thistle did them a turn, and now it could be Friday night delight at air. I'm this, really looking uh, forward to it. It's set up as a Dundee fan for a depressing <laughs> start to the <laughs> Christmas festivities properly. But again, I've got. I've just got this feeling that I just think this visit to Somerset Park could be season defining for Dundee. This could be the big message to the rest that Dundee are top dogs. Well, they will be top dogs. If they win it, they'll be top of the league with a game in hand on air. Depends. Queen's Park are not far behind either. But um, I just think more than the two points, though. Yeah. If, if they go there and if they, they play the way they have been and come back with three points. Uh, seventh win on the, on the bounce and I'd be what nine unbeaten in the league, um, and l- looking really tough to score against. That's I the thing. Mean, no, the, unfortunately, knowing the championship quite well down the years, mainly because of Dundee, it is a league where there is a. It is a league that has a tendency from teams seek out the big team, and if they're above them, it's a great boost. But if the big team in the league and this season it's Dundee, it's been United in the past, it's been Hearts, it's been Hibs, it's been Rangers. If that big team gets in front, there is a mm. sort of collective told you so. <laughs> and teams sort of quietly accept that they're they're fighting for second place. And for once, I'd just like to see Dundee to be that team that everyone else goes, oh, we knew they'd come good. Well, you're right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Bear doesn't, doesn't want to speak. I know. We were looking at one another there. It's going to be a busload yeah. of fans hitting Bear on the yeah. head if Dundee get beat I was going to take it, but I thought Dundee. I've already spoken a couple of times. So. Dundee are the big team, and, and but that can sometimes be a weight around players' shoulders, Tom, I think. But Dundee, in the last sort of month and a half... Look at Messi, boys. Yeah, have shown... Or play like him. <laughs> just take the take right. the responsibility. Yeah, right, okay. yeah. Dun, Dundee, that do me. Yeah, Dundee have shown in the last month and a half why they have been earmarked out as the big team. Obviously, they're, they're a big club, but on the park as well, they've been terrific, and that's been reflected in the results. I mean, six six wins in a row. And you're right, this game it's it's not season defining if it goes either way. But I think it does. If Dundee were to go down there and get a win, that would send a real real message mm. out to the other clubs that they've got are going to have a real job on their hands because and I always I've said this for a long time 
Dundee's squad is their ace in the pack. The amount of players they have, and 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 the great thing is, I think Gary Boyer now knows his squad much better than he yeah. did three months ago, and he knows who he can trust and and how he can play. And to be fair, he, he, he can the way he's got them playing, he can it looks like he can trust quite a lot of them because it's, every substitute that comes comes on now is doing a job for the team and. You know, I was really disappointed the game was off last week. I thought it was a big, big mm-hmm. opportunity. I would have expected Dundee to beat Cove at, at Dens on, on Saturday. Um, obviously, it shows you what this league is like with Patrick Thistle uh, beating the United. But it was a game that I thought, um, although it's air been going well, Patrick Thistle beating the United at home isn't a massive, massive shock. Patrick Thistle are a good side who have been, again, stung by injuries and, and, and don't have a big squad. Mm. And that has affected them greatly. But Ian McCall and Patrick Thistle on their day are, you know, can take points off anyone at Firhill. I think encouragingly for, for Dundee, the fact that Aidan Aid have shipped three goals will give them hope that they can go now go down to Somerset yeah. Park on Friday and maybe take a few off there. But Billy Barr, who did the presser this week because uh, Gary Boyer wasn't wasn't feeling great, let's hope he's okay for tomorrow, um, I pointed out that Ayr haven't lost back-to-back games yeah. this season. And, and, and they're at the top. Your first time for everything. Yeah, exactly. They're at the top of the league on merit, so it's set up for a, a, a right good game. Yeah, I must admit, I w- I'm like you. I wasn't too surprised. Uh, I think when Park were having their dreadful run, mm-hmm. which Dundee contributed to quite handsomely. Any time I read or saw Ian McCall speaking, he didn't. He, he didn't have an air of panic. He he was disappointed and. I think he'd welcomed the break. Well, there wasn't really a break for the World Cup, mm. for the Championship, of course, but there was the... The, the limelight was off a wee bit yeah, and there was well, also then the, the cup, break around the... Cup, the, 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 the Challenge Cup. Yeah, the it? Challenge Cup. You had, had a wee bit of time uh, to work on the training pitch and get boys get boys fit again with the passage of time and he's... You'd always, you'd always think an Ian McCall team in the Championship would come good again at some point in the season yeah it was more of a surprise to me I think that Partick had done so badly in recent weeks than them beating Ayr yeah. at the weekend I don't think uh-huh. it was a huge surprise there wasn't a surprise either seeing the, the left back Harry Milne score a couple of goals because he scored a couple against Dundee and he's been excellent this season yeah there might be a few teams looking back on the season and thinking I wish we'd got Partick in that wee period during the autumn when it when it all went wrong mm-hmm. for them because you knew it wasn't going to last no, more than that's a couple some, of months. sometimes happens. And I'll say the same for Inverness, who have had a re- horrendous injury yeah. problems. Billy Dodge, you know, he's, he's, he's scrambling to put a team on the park. He's, he's playing kids effectively. You know, he, they played the Challenge Cup. He played the, he's under 18 side mm-hmm. effectively against Hamlin. But they will they will turn the corner somewhere, Tom. Yeah. So, you know, these teams are all going to make it difficult for, for other teams. What I would say is Inverness now are slipping a wee bit off the pace. Yeah. But I wouldn't write them off. It's too early to do that. But they've got a bit of ground to make up. They're nine points behind. But Parrick are still with... The wind puts them five points in. So, and you see Morton are tough. Queen's Park score goals for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's still in the melting pot. But Dundee are the forum team. The stats you get going for their seventh win in a row. Nine on beating in the league. They go down to beat the league leaders at air. Yeah. That sends a massive statement out. And there will be, as Tom says, there will be a lot of teams going... Yeah, I mean, even if, even if Dundee do what I'm predicting for once uh, and go to the top of the league uh, by beating the air and then over the next few weeks even extend it a wee bit 
when you look at that, there's, there's teams there that have been at the top or near the top in the first five months of the season who might not last the course in terms of a mm-hmm. an automatic promotion challenge, but A, they'll all still be in the running for the top four, and that means a playoff place. And B, on any given day, they're capable of having a say in who's going to get first place. Yeah, yeah, and it's also the fact that, I mean, it's, it, it might not be the case this season, but in the past, teams that had a, a chance of getting in the playoffs also had a chance of being relegated yeah, yeah. from league. Ah, so yeah. that gave them an even bigger and saying, Hamlin are a wee bit of drift at this point in time, you've got to say, and, and there is a gap to Arbroath and then Cove. It seems to be, you know, those three are, are getting left behind slightly. But not, the, the Championship's actually a league that is a good argument for no split. Yeah. Because mm. there's, there's always teams in the middle who are looking both ways. They're looking up at the playoffs and they're looking down at the at the relegation playoff at least mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the case whether that'll be the case this season I'm not so sure you know there is there is Hamlin have been have struggled there's no doubt about that and that, you know there are, there are quite a few points between you look, I'm looking at the table here Hamlin on 11 you know they are they are uh, 12 points behind uh, Inverness in 7th so it's that's a big gap to, yeah. to make up but yeah uh, yeah, I I still expect sort of you know everybody has spells in in the championship where we'll have runs of form and you've just got to make sure that if you're playing one of the forum teams you you still come out with a result and I would say that to Dundee as well. I mean, why would all like to to go down to Somerset Park tomorrow mm. and win? I would look at the don't other lose. side, Tom. Don't lose the game. Yeah. Don't lose the game. Don't don't give air. Don't do what uh, you did last uh, yeah. time and go out and go yeah. out and spend 20, 25 minutes looking like champions elect and yeah. throw it away. Yeah, I mean that, that's exactly what happened down there. I mean, even sort of, you know, um I, I one one Dundee had a couple of great chances to go in front and then air scored air to be fair, air scored a couple of great goals. Yeah, I was going to say my, that statement I made maybe doesn't yeah. give air enough yeah. credit to how well they played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's set up for a for a great game. Air are, 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 are a good side. Yeah. And they've got they do have the best striker in the league. I think everyone would agree with that in Depot nah. Ak and Yemi. Well, maybe not. Well, he's just look at the top scorer. Zach's chart. back. Which he's one? <laughs> well, Zach attack. Yeah, it's um, any Zach will do as long as he's wearing dark blue. <laughs> Zach Robinson that was will almost poetry. Really. Yeah. Zach Robinson will will hopefully be back. It's one of the benefits he's, of the postponement. Yeah, had another week to get him because they've had a few injuries. Speed. The Jordan Marshall should be back as well to give him a, a left footed left foot op, left back option. Sorry. Cammy Kerr's done really well, I think, there, mm-hmm. but it's always handy to have a he left footer. play up front. <laughs> but Zach Robinson, his hamstring was okay last week, but he was under, oh. under the weather, so he was going to miss that game anyway. It's whether he's been back long enough to be able to shake that off. I was going enough. to say, yeah, there's a decision there, isn't there? Because it's great that they've had another week to get him ready, but yeah. he's had an injury and he's been ill. Yeah. And I, I, I expect yeah. Rodden to play from the start, but one option to, to have on the bench mm. that you can either if things aren't going the way you want them to you can go with the two of them or y- you make the straight swap with 20 minutes to go or whatever and, and give your top scorer a run out and hopefully finish the game off for you um, also well there's good news as well for, from down south there was a, a story in, in one of the papers down in London um, no quotes but it, it was basically saying that AFC Wimbledon at Connecticut. You're right for a London paper, no quotes. <laughs> no quotes. Um, 
That was that was unnecessary. It was unnecessarily catty. Sorry, yeah. George. I apologise, especially <laughs> in the season of goodwill. It's okay. I didn't even understand it, so it's fine. Uh, no, AFC Wimbledon have obviously intimated that they want Robinson to stay at Dundee um, for the rest of the season. Rather, they could have taken him back in, in January if they want, and I suppose it still could happen if all their strikers get injured or whatever. But you got you got me off at a tangent again, George. You know that intimated the only two places I've ever seen the word intimated used regularly is in the church when I was a bairn because you used to I had to go to Sunday school and Wimbledon and <laughs> our great company's publications they love yeah. to, they love to use the word intimated is that where I've got it from I think so I think it's I've from your time it. up here every, every, everywhere else folk just said <laughs> I've caught I've caught intimated from uh, DC Thompson but yeah I, I think Zach Robson I mean you're looking at a guy who hardly had any game time under his belt whatsoever from, uh, he'd had a few loans but yeah but nothing lower I mean level, he, yeah. he is developed he's developing as well he's just a young man was he mm. 20 years old I think yeah. yeah he's still a young a young guy and so while he's come up and he's done really well it's a big ask for him to go back down and, and play even sort of in the, in the lower leagues in England and mm. expect him to be you know, right on it. You know, I was I would suggest another another six months up here will do him the world a good job. <laughs> I, I thought you'd suggest that. Yeah. Six um, months to two years would do yeah, me. The one thing I would say is we're, we're talking about the, the strikers, but what about the goalkeeping situation? I mean, I take it Lawler is now free to. Yeah, he's he's back. He was. I think he would have been back for the Cove game, um, unless he was one of the ones that picked up the the bug. There are two bugs going around. So do you think Gary Boyer um, will recall him to the, to the start? I, I, no, I think he just sticks. Yeah. He tends yeah, to like to stick. Yeah. I was thinking legs then just because we've yeah. seen a few times this season eh, that he, he goes with the man in the team. Yeah, yeah I, th I think he's made that clear to the players that if, if you're doing the job, then you keep mm -hmm. the shirt. So legs then is what? couple of clean sheets in a row I think the last yeah. two games so yeah. he might have to rethink that policy when boys start taking the field on crutches and stuff like that so I'm no injured Gaffer I'm no yeah. injured yeah. but that, that's that's the thing through this but recent run really good results that they've not been able to keep the same team together because mm -hmm. everyone's dropping down with injuries or, or picking up whatever bugs are going around the manager's caught the bug this week and hopefully be fitting well to getting the dugout on Friday I'm, I'm sure he will but um it's strange that there's been so much kind of turmoil in terms of the team and fitness and stuff, but the, the results are just keep keep piling up. So hopefully more of the same. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, I have to say. And going back to the other end of the pitch, George mentioned it. Jordan Marshall, it's great to have him back, but given your somewhat negative don't lose approach at Somerset Park, you wouldn't have any worries about Cammy Kerr at left back. Oh, absolutely. He's played there enough None. now that he he can be a yeah. he, he's now a full back, isn't yeah. he? None none whatsoever. I mean he's actually been outstanding at left back and he's actually managed to set up a couple of goals mm. in, in the process. Um I, I don't see Gary Boyer changing that at this point in time. And you know, unless it's forced solid. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's forced. Yeah, some, but also yeah. also also gives I mean there's something you do know about that we don't know about. No, no, or maybe I'm just, just something none of us know about. <laughs> yeah. Just the, uh, knowing what That's it's been like. Confu yeah. I'm confused myself <laughs> there. Who knows what or doesn't know what we're and that, when. Yeah, that early early morning Sherry's not done you any <laughs> favours, don't think. Um no, just knowing what it's been like the last few weeks where even Gary Boyer's kinda of joked about it. Speak to him on a Wednesday or Thursday and he's like at the moment we've got these players might change tomorrow because yeah. it's changed it happens yeah. all the time yeah but I, I, I think at this point in time is is, is back line is he allows him to play French at right back yeah. 
you know, Sweeney and, and Ashcroft, and he's got Callum and McGee. Kerr. Yeah, and, and McGee's, McGee adds a bit of cover in there as well, mm-hmm. doesn't he, defensively? So, yeah, they're looking good. They're looking good at this point in time, but uh, right. a massive game, massive mm-hmm. game tomorrow night. Get a hold of Akinyemi and... Yeah. yeah, you touched Sorry. on that. You said that yeah, you know, it was Gary Boyer that said earlier this week that uh, he's not their only threat. Yeah, and he's not. He's not. They do have other players, but the big problem you've got with Akinyemi, he's such. He's he's so good at, at keeping the ball and and getting into difficult situations. What happens is he attracts players to him, opposition players. Mm. So you've got one man who's trying to mark Akinyemi, and they can't get near him. What happens is another man will come. And inevitably try and help out, and Akinyemi's clever and will move the ball into that space normally yeah. where the other man's coming, and that opens the door. So while he's not the threat, he creates the threat mm. for other players, and that's the big problem they've got. Is but Ryan Sweeney played them very, very well at Dens Park um, when, yeah. when they won that, they won that game well. That, let's be honest, it was 2 1, it could have been 4 1, it wouldn't have done Dundee a disservice, although. They could have ended up drawing it because they lost their way a wee bit towards the end, which is maybe understandable when you're when you're trying to hold on to a victory. But I think Dundee have better players than Aiden United, but you're going to a difficult place, Somerset yeah. Park. So there's they're going. To, we spoke about it, but there's ways to win games. Sometimes you you'll get the opportunity to play mm. lovely football. That's tomorrow night. They're going to have to win their battles as well to get anything from that game. I was going to say, is, it, is this a game that success could simply be that? If the centre halves take care of Akinyemi, and then it's like a sort a domino effect, if you like, that then the threats from midfield, the threats out wide, the Dundee players in those positions can then take care. They don't have to, as long as nobody's lending anybody else a hand mm-hmm. to snuff out a threat. Basically, if everyone does their job, yeah, that's, that's you fancy like, Dundee. That, that, that's exactly the bottom line. And well, here have I've got. You know, they're a good side at the top. But I expect Dundee to have more than their fair share of possession tomorrow night, more than their fair share of chances. The way they're knocking the, b- the ball about at this point in time is, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Dundee supporter, it's the best I've seen from any team in that league. The way they are, yeah. are passing and, and possession and creating chances. Well, it's the yeah. best I have seen. And that's, ref- as I say, that, is, that has been shown up in, in results as well. Because sometimes you do things and the manager, you, you do things and you don't get results and you start going, well, why, yeah. do, why don't we just lump it? Why don't we just send it up to the big man and get him to try and get a flick on here and there? They're not doing that. They're, they're playing their way into situations where they're creating chances. And we spoke about Zach Rudden, who did say he would get 20 goals. I think he might get 20 goals this season, Zach Rudden. Yeah. It looks like he's got, it looks like he has, for me, he's not a natural finisher. He's got to work extremely hard, but he's getting goals. I think so, he gets in the right places. I yeah. think to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, I think we need it. Often these boys are streaky finishers yeah. too, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you're right on the the, the way Dundee play because I, I was having a good look through our new stats thing. We've teamed up with Stats Bomb. I thought I you were trying to yeah. tell us it's called the Stats Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and just looking at the kind of the way all the teams play, and Dundee are by far the team that keeps the most possession. But Ayr are by far the team that scores or gets the most chances from counter-attacks. So it's going to be a proper kind of clash of styles, I think. So it'll be really interesting to see how that That's goes. That's interesting because you would expect Ayr, I mean, you're saying counter-attacks, but you would expect Ayr to be on the front foot on on Friday. It's not going to be a Possibly. case of, of sitting back so mm-hmm. much and letting Dundee mm. come at them. They'll be, they'll be more intent to go for that, mate. Right. It'll be interesting. 
It's going mm-hmm. to be a, an interesting game. I like yeah, I like their manager. I think he's he's done a fantastic yeah, yeah. job in the short period. Lee Bullen, fantastic job. So um, set pieces will be big. That's the last thing that came out of the stats. Dundee on set pieces are yeah. very strong. So yeah, disappointing. It's not on the TV, George. So I know. I had a good morning in my column this week. Quite right too. It's, well, it's, it's interesting you say. Like I've always liked it, and I've always always liked going to Somerset Park, even though especially a midweek game when you get. Caught up in rush hour traffic in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that tomorrow, Bert. On a Friday night. I always yeah. liked going to Somerset Park, apart from the time where I arrived at Somerset Park and said, is there a press car park? And the steward said, yes, but the game's just been called off. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't manage to get in the car park the last time. They wouldn't let me in. It was full. That's John Nelms got that, there just before me as well. The beca- that's because you're a Dunhamer. They knew that. They knew something about <laughs> yeah, your face. Yeah, like, they must have done. Ah, one of, You're definitely one of our distant rivals. But no, it should be on the TV because it's it, we're yeah. talking about it, it's the biggest game in the championship really of the I, season. I, I think Rangers are on Sky, so it's yeah. not as if I could understand if they said no games on TV. We mm-hmm. don't want to affect the crowds, but well, I understand that. I don't really agree with it in the modern football because the people who go go and the people who watch on TV me. Yeah, exactly. Well, on TV now, it's not. It's not a, uh, an unusual. But it's also a fact that the time of year. I mean, I'm going down tomorrow night, but there will be a reduced away support just because of the time of year. It yeah, is. yeah. Um, so and guys are working; they the can't, guys, get, yeah. can't get away early yeah, enough. Exactly. Because unlike nice. George and I, a lot of people have, will have to go to Tesco first thing <laughs> on Saturday morning. Um, and and the car park queue at Christmas. To be honest, it's Dundee. Are, I don't know what the figures are, but they're bound to have the biggest following in the championship in terms of all-round support that would sit and watch their team on the tv and this going to the league leaders with a chance to go top at christmas yeah. it's, it seems perfect for tv see what it is for this one though because I, I was th- i mean it's it's everybody playing uh, tomorrow night and with yeah. good reason in fairness i think it's a good idea to give people uh, stuff time with their families on christmas you know the diehard fans who want to go but I always think the, my one objection to these Friday night games, too many of them have involved the away team having to travel through Glasgow and on a normal Friday, mm. it makes it really difficult yeah. for, for punters to get there. It's, yeah, it's, it's a tough journey from here, certainly. Yeah. I'm not sure time. how... how to, I mean, three o'clock I mean, on a Saturday, going to air, no, no problem. problem. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you'll fly through... Yeah. Glasgow and one of the motorways get onto the M7 M blah, 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 blah. yeah you shouldn't Pass have given yourself that trouble <laughs> just ignore yeah. that I was going yeah. to say 74 it's 77 it's not 74 77 yeah it was a good year 77 see I've forgotten yeah. it's been three years <laughs> I've forgotten all the roads I've distant memories of being stuck in traffic all over the place but they're, it's distant but hopefully well, hopefully Dundee make it and turn up and put on the show that they've been putting on I'm back in my city's clubs this weekend George so am I it's a minimum of four points possibly six it's going to be a happy Christmas dinner until the Harvey's Bristol cream runs out in my house (laughs) (laughs) and I'll be put to my bed right right I've got a surprise for you oh I was going to say I was going to go World Cup again in general but okay no, I've got something much more entertaining from my point of view. Anyway. Oh dear. Right, okay. I've put together a quiz. Oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> the Christmas oh, quiz. The annual disaster. Yeah. Right. These people can switch off now. George, I hope he's One or two. Up too hard. One. 
Right, Tom's getting one. That's the best off. That's the best off. He's had this Christmas jokes. I don't know. Boom, boom. That was completely accidental. Right, uh, ten points possible for each, and I've just realised I forgot to actually write the tiebreaker question. So you better not get the same. The I thought you were you forgot to write the answers down. That no, I've got their answers. It's all Dundee United over 2022. Right, you right. ready? Question one. Who's the top scorer for Dundee across 2022, the entirety of the year? Jason Cummings. He, didn't, he was left before 2022. Had he? Yeah. Well, stop playing. <laughs> just right? about, I that's know, a stupid yeah. answer. I knew that. That was just, that's the stupidest <laughs> answer ever because I knew he hadn't played this year. Right, another, have another go. Oh, Zach Rodden. Yes. He's scored eight. So, have another goal. What's so, that? Is this a quiz? So Zach, well, you get, you so get one Robinson. mulligan each. Yeah, so Zach Robinson, right? Who's Dundee United's top scoring academy graduate this season? This is a tough one. Who's up for? Is that for me? No, it's, oh, it's so it for me. Ten in a row. There is a mix of, of the two clubs. Nah, don't know. Kieran Freeman. Really? One. Oh, if he counts, I'm not sure if he counts because he disappeared. Yeah, he likes to go. He likes to go. He's yeah, he he scored them for Dundee United. He's the only one who scored this season. So. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, what's Dundee's biggest win of 2022? That's difficult too. You could probably guess it wasn't in the first half of the year. No, I'm trying to... Something. Was there, there was a 5 There was a 5-1 in there somewhere They've had a 5-1 But it's not That was Is it not? Huh. Well that's my answer I'm wrong Okay right It was 6-2 against Airdrie Just a couple of weeks ago oh, I thought you meant In a real game <laughs> <laughs> Of course it was Nah wait 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 You're speaking to Lad Brooks Tom here Results after 90 minutes count <laughs> right, no. You don't get no your chance. money in extra well, Dundee, time. Dundee have won six games in a row then. We've said Feeble that enough. <laughs> right, question four. Of the six managers we've seen at Dundee and Dundee United this season, which is incredible in itself, in 2022, who has the best record percentage wins? Gary Boyer. That's correct. 64%. Well, it's, no no offence to Tom Courts, <laughs> who was the other option, but I would hope that either City Club in the Championship would, yeah. well, it would be a help. James McPeak, because he didn't have that many games, actually won 43% in 2022. So he was second. Anyway, move on. Uh, question five. Who's older between Liam Fox and Charlie Mulgrew? I think it's Liam Fox. It is Liam Fox. He's 38. Mulgrew's I think 36. I read that in a... Evening Telegraph story. <laughs> They're close. Uh, how many nationalities are there in the Dundee squad? Four, five, or six? I was going to say seven, so I have to say six. Uh, there's five. Uh, can you name One three? One year out. Can you name three of Sorry, them? Ken Bruce. <laughs> can you name three of them other than Scottish? English. Yep. Welsh. Nope. Oh, it's Dundee. I know. I was thinking of the boy that was on the on the pro French. He was on the he was on the Wrexham program. That's some wrong. You've just said one of the answers in his name. French. 
That was an answer. <laughs> right, I'll give you two for that. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't think he wants you to win. <laughs> it looks like that. Looks Question like eight. That. I just want some answers to be correct. That's all. Um, who scored Dundee United's winner against the EZ Alkmaar at Tannadice? Got to remember, Tom doesn't watch much football these days, George. He's retired. I know we've seen that in the podcast. I, I, watched, I watched that game uh, in a pub in Pitlochry, bizarrely. <laughs> and the other thing that happened to me that night was I got COVID. <laughs> I remember, I remember <laughs> getting COVID. Uh, oh God! I've said Tony Watt, but I know it wasn't. No, it was Glenn Middleton. Ah, oh, I knew it was. You know what? I knew right away it was someone I wouldn't remember because mm-hmm. I remember at the time saying, "Well done." All right, so Tom got five out of ten. That's not bad. That's not bad for me. You gave right. him four of them two shots. <laughs> well, it's up to you, bit. Yeah. I was going to say it was like my old grades, but when you said when you inferred somebody cheated, it was very like my old grades. <laughs> <laughs> right, question one, bit. Come on in. Who's top scorer for Dundee United across the whole of 2022? Oh. Jeez. And he has one more goal than the two top scorers for Dundee across 2022. Tricky. 2022. I don't think he's been there for the whole 2022. Who plays up front for the whole 2022? I would look in midfield. It's got to be... I'm going to go left field here. Nicky Clark. Oh, I thought you were going to get Dylan it. Levitt. Dylan Levitt with nine. I thought it was Dylan Levitt, funnily enough. Nine goals across 2022. No Great bad. return. Great return from Levitt, yeah. Question two. Who's Dundee's top scoring academy graduate this season? Academy. I know. Can you see the answer? I'm going to help there. Does it, it doesn't mean he's young. Correct or not? Well, that's no, no, uh, I wondered. It's a red herring, that one. No, Is it? Oh, well, even point. better. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I want to say Josh Mulligan, but I'm not so sure. Is it Finn Robertson? No. Max Anderson? No. We don't see Cammy Kerr, yeah? No. There's Lyle Cameron on five. Oh, I should have oh, got Lyle yeah. Cameron, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I, is going I know, he's not scoring a wee while. So. Oh, uh, no. For, yeah, sorry, Lyle. That was a hard one, yeah. though, because there was a few candidates. Yeah, there was a few on four yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, and Cammy's got four. Question three, what's Dundee United's biggest win of 2022? Now you're talking, George. Well, I've mentioned no. them earlier this season <laughs> in this podcast. Sorry. Biggest. What's the biggest win or, or what, what team we were playing against? Their biggest win? Just through the score? Whatever, aye. 4-1. No, the, what game was it? Who, who did they beat? <laughs> oh, did they right, beat? Oh, right, okay. There are two options here. Okay, um, I think he should know. Yeah, he should know. Who did the beating? He would have written it in two papers. Who's your dues? Yeah. I'll help him. No, Fit like. I've, I've, I said it earlier on the podcast as well. Who did you say? Saberdeen. Saberdeen. 4 0 against Aberdeen, 4 yeah. 0 against Kilmarnock. And just to show that I have no uh, ill feeling towards Aberdeen. The Dons. Uh, let's say it again. It was Aberdeen. <laughs> Dandy Dons. We're doing well here. What's that? Nothing out of three so far. Yeah, That's good. So far. Okay. I'm just making it. Question four. Making a thriller. I'm going to come back like France. Of, of the. Of so the get beat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give George a tenner as well before? Uh, you should get this one. Oh, there's no pressure. Actually, there, there's a bit of competition for this one. Question four. Of the six managers at Tens and Tannadice in 2022 who had the worst, worst record. In terms of percentage losses, 
That's an easy one. It's Jack Ross. It is Jack Ross. That's 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 hard. You only there for three or four games. 71%. You don't don't get sacked after three or four (laughs) weeks for having a good record, do you? I thought thought Mark McGee might have taken that one, but it was 57 for him. Um, I've erased that from my memory. (laughs) Which yeah. Mark McGee done the manager? He was, yeah. apparently. Oh, I don't remember That'd that. That'd be a good question. I don't remember that. Yeah, in the stands, anyway. Um, who's older between Cammy Kerr and Paul McMullen? Cammy Kerr. It is Cammy Kerr. He's 27. McMullen's 26. How many nasty... I've, I've got to say this, and no disrespect to Paul McMullen, but he's obviously had a harder life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what way was no that comment. respectful? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question six how many nationalities are there in the Dundee United squad eight nine or ten that's a big problem if we've got that many nationalities in the squad I've got to say but uh, I'll go for nine ten I'm afraid oh. like, name six of them <laughs> name three other than Scottish right we've got Australian <laughs> Gannon Ugandan <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention Ghana and Uganda oh, Swedish I've done myself in my big mood no, it's, no Swedish isn't one of them next door but you've got three now anyway yeah. we'll take that so it's uh, Australia Finland Ireland Wales, Wales Uganda Australia. USA Australia. and Ghana uh, and question eight this is this is to win it drum roll I, okay, that was a pathetic on, attempt at a drum roll I'm glad that I'm Got to the last right. three questions. <laughs> Question I eight: we're Losing the first half. Who scored Dundee's last goal of 2021-22 season? Last season. Who scored the last Ooh, goal? Oh, the last goal, 2021-22. Now let me think. What was the last game at Dens Park? You need to get this because I haven't got a tiebreak question. Oh, jeez, people. I've got a tiebreak question. I'm trying with to, a Christmas twist. I'm trying to think. The last game, 2022. Yeah, but you're in the competition. You can't. Played at Dens. Who was it? <laughs> you know the answer. Um, you can answer it first. Lee Ashcroft. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, it was Josh Mulligan. Oh, was that Livingston? Eh? Was it Livingston? So it was. Yeah. So it's so a draw. So it was That's a happy days. Co- complete waste of time. Well, I'll do yeah. a tie-break question with with a twist. It's uh, but uh, it's not uh, difficult. Liam Fox has a famous cousin involved in Scottish football. Who is he? Doesn't there is a twist, but uh, the but the famous cousin is not the twist. I do know this, but it's gone from my mind. And he was he made a rare team. He's very much involved in Scottish football in the top flight. And if you watch the highlights. He made a rare appearance on TV last weekend. Hmm. And he does have a Dundee United connection. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to give us it time. I think of Just give us his surname. Think of blue and white. <laughs> think of blue and white stripes. Chris Boyd. Right club. But he t- he's on the TV every week there. Yeah, so he is. <laughs> so he is. He has, a, he has a formal connection with Blue and White Stripes, George. And he did... He appeared on the telly last weekend after their game. 
Nou, George. Om nog één, hè. Tony Docherty. Oh, ja. Yeah. But the twist it. is... It's not Liam Fox, the Dundee United manager. It's Liam oh, Fox, the politician. Oh, right, okay. But they are cousins. Right. That was one of the worst tiebreaks I've ever had. But that means you win, back, you win the quiz, no, Tom, no, so well minute, done. Wait a minute, can we go back to the, the nationalities? What nationalities is the guy Ericsson at? Tarnas? He's Finnish. 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 Yeah. Which is what the listeners are screaming at. It's a Swedish name, but yeah, he's Finnish. Okay, I was going to be claim an extra point there. Well, you got the three because Tom... <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I managed to get a draw there George. I think Bear's the moral winner yes, he is. It's, good, it's good to know we've not been paying attention over the last 12 yeah. months George that's what I, I, think, I like to say I think you're both as bad as each yeah, other I think so, so. I think I think so. <laughs> look at the stain you're giving me now I know we should have, we should have stuck to the World Cup in general <laughs> the World Cup is better it's a nice way to end uh, 2022. Your quizzes are not pointless or the chase other than they are pointless. We've got one thing to say to you, George. That's, that's, that's maybe, that maybe has to do with the contestants rather than yourself, George. So my apologies. But all that's left to say is, for everyone out there, have a very, very Merry Christmas. If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people find Twa Teams One Street, and that means a lot to us. Don't forget to pick up your copy of the Tele Monday to Saturday for all the latest from Dens and Tanadice. Or go to the telly.co.uk to find out how you can get the paper delivered right to your door. <laughs>